five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Here we go. Well, we got some fun for you on a Friday, which is always fun. Fun Fridays, that's important, right? And here we go. I'm over on LinkedIn. Hooray, everybody's out there. No, here we are we'll to see chill. everybody. It's Friday. Okay, we got the sound turned off and we're ready to rock and roll. And the first thing we want to cover, because it's Christmas and I like Christmas, is we're going to go over to see Kevin. Kevin has to get back home for Christmas. Christmas can't start for the family unless Kevin makes it. And here we go. No, it's Christmas and I need to get home. Over the cliff. Oh no! Into the river. Christmas without Kevin just wouldn't be the same. Cheesecake. If he didn't return, carrot cake. How would Katie explain? Luscious carrot cake for Aldi. This is for Aldi. Kevin the carrot? What are you doing here? Santa. Santa finds Kevin the carrot. I've got an idea. Ooh, hedgehog. Full moon tonight. Oh, he rides the E.T. bicycle. <laughs> that magical moment was finally here. Christmas Santa together. Santa rides the E.T. bicycle and brings dear. Kevin home. Great story, Santa. Great story. Did I seem grumpy at the beginning? Well, you can be a bit prickly. Oh. Merry Christmas, everyone. Okay, way to go. <laughs> like Christmas. There's nothing quite like Christmas from Aldi. And I just love those. I get teary-eyed watching. So I hope, you know, in the grand scheme of things, right, how long have we been celebrating Christmas? Well, depending on what you think on the dating, which I have spent years thinking about, eh, we're probably past 2,000 years of Christmas. Right? 2,000 years. Just keeps going, and we're still celebrating. So how cool is that? Right? That's great. Okay, so let's go on. And um, here was a, another kind of optimistic story that I really liked. Um, and um, it's over here on the PDF. Fake ad traffic dips. And I don't think dips is the right word for 90%. Fake Ad traffic plunges 90%. John, Glenday, <laughs> you needed a different adjective there or something, a different verb. Okay, according to the Anti-Fraud Project, and yesterday maybe I sounded a little, you know, I don't know, skeptical or something because ad fraud is supposed to hit $35 billion this year. And if that's true, ad fraud will now eclipse credit card fraud, which we all know about, you know, LifeLock and all the commercials, ad fraud, credit card fraud is about $26 billion worldwide. Ad fraud is going to be $35 billion. It's going to be 25% higher than, almost 33% higher than credit card fraud. What am I talking about? 25 to 35, that's like 50% higher. That's whoopee. That's way beyond it. Way to go, Digital Ad Network. <laughs> Had a great time yesterday with the, with teaching someone about our modeling process, and we were talking about digital. 
and how some of the catalog consultants have basically advised clients to just the catalog industry is dead you got to go digital it's just dead there's no hope quad was down 28% i didn't put that up as a story okay so oh okay the deer hunter guy found a big deer on my property so he's got a picture today um catalog industry is dead catalog industry is not dead and in fact you know anybody with a brain says well where is where is the best avenue to get engagement i'll tell you what it's not where everybody is it's where somebody isn't you know i mean you know when digital was everybody was talking digital some of the outdoor campaigns were great just on halloween twitter did outdoor in london outdoor ads <laughs> yeah twitter <laughs> you know and tiktok you know, where it's all different. Everything's going to be different about TikTok. And Mark Ritson pointed out that TikTok put up a big ad in Times or in Piccadilly Circus, right in the middle of you know London, outdoor ads. Okay, so I'm not and I'm not saying catalog is everything for you. If you have one product, catalog is not everything. Looks like my focus has gone berserko. I think it's set on auto, and I don't have enough light here. But anyway, just have to bear with me. So. You know, if everybody's over here, the price per contact goes up. Probably the fraud goes up. Not a lot. Not a lot of fraud in catalog, right? Not a lot of fraud in mail. The post office does deliver it. And you say, well, what about all these allegations of postal fraud? No, that's not what the problem is. The problem is, in a couple of places, just a couple of places in the country, you can dump a hundred thousand votes and no one will mind. And no one will watch. That might be an issue. And statistically, we should be able to figure that one out really easily. But it wasn't the USPS. They did a tremendous job. So if you want to, if you want to, uh, if you want to try something different that gets you away from the fraud, try mail. It also raises engagement because our brain has 10 times more neuroreceptors than sight receptors. Believe it or not, digital only has sight, but mail has touch and smell, if you want. And so, and it sits there until you're ready to look at it. And the decision maker looks at it in the home. It's not just anybody that can throw the mail out. Everybody thinks, well, the mail just comes and we throw it all out. No, we don't. We sit it on the counter until the decision maker comes home. <laughs> it's always been that way in my household. You know, I get the mail, sure, but I don't read it. I don't even open it mostly, you know. So the it's going to the decision maker. You can't guarantee that with a TV ad. You can't guarantee that with a digital, right? 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 You can drop a cookie on somebody and think they're the decision maker, or you can drop a cookie on somebody and think that they saw it. And you can drive incredible attribution, makes it seem like it's all working, but it's baloney. In mail, the decision maker looks at the mail, and that's the, the way it is. Now, because of all those things that I just covered, in mail, we know who saw it, the decision maker, and we know who bought. That gives us what's called a labeled data set. That's what happens in the, you know, where are the stoplights in this picture? That's a human looking for the stoplights, because stoplights are very different across the world, and some of them are facing you with the lights facing you, some of them are backwards, and all you see is a, a box of some sort hanging up in the air. 
could be on wires, could be on arms, could be on a post, right? Could be on a building. I've seen that. So anyway, with Mayo, we get a labeled data set built by the decision makers themselves. We know everybody saw it. We know decision makers saw it. And we know who bought. And that gives us the roots of AI and machine learning. And if you've never heard that before, eh, I'll give you a, that was a mini lesson about ad fraud. Okay, so let's go on. Now, I thought this was a really good article. Nationwide CMO Sarah Benison said marketers should not focus on being perfect, but on being ready instead to change plans and take risks. Remember yesterday? Remember what I said yesterday? I said, you know, because the author said, oh, you need long-term strategy. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. You sure didn't know what 2020 was going to bring. Long-term strategy does not necessarily prepare you for an eventuality. Now, if you're Generac, who makes generators, you know that a hurricane is going to hit somewhere, and it's probably not going to be in Wisconsin, where they're located. So what they've done is they've, is they've built warehouses in the south, along the coast. And so wherever the hurricane hits, whoosh, in come the generators. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, that's, that's a good strategy. Okay? But actually, it's a system. What they did was create a system, a system, to be ready, to be staged. That's different. That's different than a strategy. Strategy is we're planning for stuff. We're planning for stuff. No, this is pre-positioned inventory where it's going to matter. Okay? It's going to matter. Now, they can still get, you know, if there was an earthquake or, a, or something else, a, a big blackout, they can get generators from there, you know, all across the country. They have a lot of extra inventory. That's key because they realize that their business model is, is emergency generators. Emergencies. That's what drives people to buy a generator. They may buy it later. But they decide to buy it when they don't have any power for four or five days. Okay, So if they're not around, if they can't go to Best Buy. I remember when Y2K hit and a friend of mine bought two generators from Home Depot. Now, Home Depot never ran out of generators for Y2K. And he said, I'm going to sell them to my neighbors for a lot. I'm going to make a lot of money on those generators. Yeah, okay, that's right. I tried to explain to him why that wouldn't work. But anyway, so, so Sarah says, throw out your marketing plans. Okay? COVID-19 makes the world unpredictable. Unpredictable. You know what? Here's, a, here's something for you to put in your pipe and smoke it. The world is unpredictable. What's the biggest problem with machine learning? Tomorrow will be just like yesterday, except if it isn't. And then you got to adjust your models to something you have no history for. You have a, a new world. And to a certain extent, it's true every day. But it's... You know, there's some true, and, and, you know, the more you know, the better you can adjust. And you can find glimmers of hope sometimes that can be exploited in times of struggle, right? So, you know, that's a good thing. Machine learning, I'm not opposed to it. I've been doing it for 25 years. I've been pioneering it, okay? Uh, she said She said she nearly wept with sadness at the thought of a world where my whole family can be together and eat. I am already right we're gonna do it anyway I think <laughs> our state 
our state mandates were ruled unconstitutional, so we have a good time. And our county says we're not enforcing any of that anyway. He says, marketers, great marketers, must not be afraid to change their plans. Okay? It's more important to do something than it is to sit there. Okay? And you got to start with actions, not just words. Okay? So, you know, I've been... I've been puttering at social media for, I don't know, since really since 2012 is about right. And I now have about 600 videos on, on YouTube. People ask me if I ever made any money. Well, I got a $140,000 project just from one video. So that kind of covers a bit. And I'm working on a couple projects right now just from the video. So, so I'm pretty happy with that, and I enjoy doing it. It gets me out of bed in the morning. But I now have a system. So, you know, I had a system, which was do presentations, go to cities where I wanted to have business and do presentations and get a venue and get people to come. And we had some really nice ones and we had, you know, 40, 50 people. And in a world where the direct marketing uh, associations have gone under, it was a really good plan and I got a lot of uh, LinkedIn connections. But then that stopped. So what did I do? Well, I'll go over here to the, I'll go here, over back here to the, to the Santa picture. And here I am today, okay? And if you look, I I don't know where to look, but let's just leave that up there for now. David Rosendahl has a, 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 an amazing group. If you're not in it, you should, you should join it. Uh, David Rosendahl, here it is right here. David Rosendahl and some of the greatest people in mail are in this group and some of the best people in social media so david has this contest you know and i and i and i when i ran across it i said why am i not in that contest why am i not in that group i love print i sold print i know something he says sure you can be in it and i had about 5000 5000 connections which is not that shabby this was in may right around the 1st of may but I thought, you know what? I need some more connections. And a guy named Brian Rosendahl helped me a lot. And Brian said, get as many connections as you can. It, it doesn't hurt. It, there's no downside. And I thought, hmm, that's no downside. And so I created a new system, different than that previous system. That previous system took me, in 15 years, I had 1,500 contacts on first-level connections on LinkedIn. In 15 years, 1,500. Okay, in the next three years, I added 5,000. Not too bad, right? Not bad. Nothing wrong with that. But this year, from May till now, I have 10,500. I've doubled my connections in five months or six months, whatever. June, July, August. Well, it's come May. May, June, July, August, September, October. Okay? Six months. In six months, I've doubled my connections. And my growth rate, in spite of the fact that I have more connections than any of these people, I think, my growth rate still gets me in the top five of, I don't know how many thousands of people, okay? And uh, so here I am. They they only count followers. They don't see my first level number of connections, right? But I went up 1.4% this last week, in a week. And... I went up, you know, 150 or something, 200, I don't know what. 
But, I mean, he tracks. Uh, here's Brian. Here's my friend Brian who encouraged me to go for it. Brian's been very helpful. But anyway, I just wanted to share you share that. I've been number six over and over and over and over. I was number one when I first started because I only had 5,000, and I figured out how to add a couple of hundred a week. But now I'm... Now I'm, if I'm sixth every week, it's going to be hard to stop. <laughs> so I have a system. Get a system for your marketing. You know, get regular leads coming in. Get regular conversations coming in. Okay? Think about systems. Think about pre-positioning. Think about, you know, the funnels, but I'm not sure the funnels make that much sense. Think about changing product lines. Think about something with a shorter sales cycle you know on our marketing database and machine learning clients i don't know some of them i've been at for for 15 years finally they come around sometimes you know but it, it, that's going to be hard to feed your family so be flexible i think that's the mission right be flexible have a great day have a great weekend like and share your friends will know you're smart i'm john miglosh bye bye